Hello guys, welcome to or welcome back to Nerworks. If this is your first time listening, my name is Olivia. If you're a frequent listener, welcome back. What is up? I hope you all are doing well. I hope life is treating you well. I wish you could see how comfortable I am right now. This is probably the most comfortable I've ever been recording a podcast. I'm sitting in my living room. I just got out of the shower. I have a white fluffy robe on. <laughs> I'm watching the rain and I'm drinking a delicious drink. So yeah, I'm starting off this episode on a really good note and I'm like so cozy that I'm tired, but I really wanted to record this episode because I was having really good thoughts earlier this evening and I was like, this would be the perfect time to record and connect with you all. So I missed you all. I hope you all are doing well. Just a quick little disclaimer before I start ranting and going into this episode. It's currently raining right now. So if you hear the rain, I'm hoping it could be a nice little touch. It's really relaxing for me, at least, to listen to the rain, like, sitting here. But hopefully it doesn't bother any of you while listening. If it does, I'm sorry. Second disclaimer, I live literally right next to a really busy street and a really busy intersection. And I also live by, like, two fire stations. So if you hear any noise, I'm going to try to obviously, like not record when there's a lot of noise or like a fire truck or something but if you happen to hear any noise I'm sorry (laughs) um so yeah I am drinking a turmeric latte right now not that anybody asked but it's just so good I need to share this if you listen to like my old old episodes the ones that I archived you'll know that I always talked about like how I love coffee and how I'm trying to quit and blah 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 I feel like I have a really good relationship with it with where I'm at right now in my life. I definitely love it and it's something that I was implementing into my everyday life and morning routine for a long time. But just this past month, like for April, I decided to go a month without it just to see if I could do it because I didn't want to have that like addiction. I know that sounds kind of silly because it's just coffee and like everybody drinks it. But it's just had such a chokehold on me for literally years because I started drinking it when I was so young. So now I try to control my relationship with it so that it doesn't control me. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to wake up every day feeling like I need a coffee. And I was definitely at that point after trying to quit and then started drinking. And I, I tried to quit again and then I started drinking it. I've just had a really on and off relationship with it, but now I feel like I'm in a much better place. I don't need it, and I think even after this month is up, I'm probably not going to be drinking it every day because it really does change my consciousness. Like, obviously, like we all know coffee makes us more hyper and more awake and, you know, quote unquote, have more energy, but I've noticed that my mind is so much calmer and I'm my nervous system is so much more relaxed when I'm not drinking coffee every day and literally using it like a drug. Like I was, you know, there's been times in my life where I, fe- I felt like I needed it and I couldn't function without it. And I think I wanted to do this challenge for the month to show myself like I don't need it and to be stronger than my desire for it, you know? So anyways, all that being said, this past month, I wanted to switch out coffee for another beverage because I love the morning ritual of like waking up and making a coffee and sitting and journaling or reading. 
nine times out of ten I would make a coffee and rush out the door because I had to be somewhere like go to work or go to the gym or something but my relationship with that has changed as well because making this drink every morning the golden milk or turmeric latte it's like a I'm pretty sure it's an ayurvedic drink um it's been around for literally ever um but I bought this blend online because I needed something to like I wanted something to replace that morning ritual with um so I bought this and it's been so amazing and I'm obsessed with it this is literally my second one today like it's six o'clock at night and I love that I can drink this and it's not going to keep me up for hours and hours and hours so yeah it has turmeric ashwagandha maca spices and cinnamon and I just drink it with organic whole milk and local honey and it's so bomb it's literally so bomb I wish you all could taste it (laughs) so yeah let's just get on into the episode um today was honestly a weird day I'm not gonna lie today was one of those days where emotionally I was just off you know you have those days when like it's a really good day and you're really happy and you know it's just like at the end of the day you're like wow this was such a good day I'm feeling so good I'm hoping recording this episode will like bring me to that state but today was not one of those days it just wasn't I'm gonna be completely honest I know that like well I'll kind of explain more before I go on a tangent about how I know I'm not my emotions and blah 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 blah. but I think a big factor is the weather um I lived in Canada for a year so I have experienced winter (laughs) I've literally only experienced one winter season in my entire life which is a blessing in a way because I grew up in Florida so I just had you know constant sunshine and that really truly is such a blessing because having lived in Canada for a year like those winter blues are just so real and not saying that it's the same here in Florida it's not at all but sometimes we have weeks where it'll just be raining and raining and raining and raining and it makes sense because it's kind of like a tropical place or whatever um you know it's not a jungle literally at all it's not but it's like jungly in the sense of where it's like really humid and hot and then it'll be raining a lot throughout the year and I think we're in our rainy season so for the past like few days the sky has literally just been so gray it's been so rainy nonstop. Like it's 6:30 p.m. right now, and it's been raining. I think since noon, like nonstop. There's like some flooding. It's just, it's a lot. And I like it at night. Like I like when it's raining at night. There's something about the rain that's so beautiful and peaceful and relaxing. But when I'm working all day and nannying all day, and I can't bring the little boy you know, to the beach, right? We can't go to the park or go on walks. Like that's when I start to go a little bit stir crazy. And obviously my emotional, my emotional health and energy is much different when I'm, you know, outside in the sunshine or even in the ocean. Like it's just crazy how much the weather plays an impact or it's crazy how much of an impact the weather has on our emotions. So if you live somewhere up north, I'm just sending you a lot of love because I'm pretty sure it was like a really long winter this year and there was that huge like winter storm and I'm pretty sure like 
it's still not even like green in Canada. Like I don't think there's snow on the ground still, but I'm pretty sure it's just still cold and not like spring at all. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just sending you my love because I know that feeling. I know that feeling of like you just want it to be sunny. You just want it to be summer because you feel so much better and yeah, hang in there because not that it's comparable like at all. I'm not complaining because I love where I live, but the nonstop rain is reminds me of you know, when I was in Canada and it was always really, really gloomy and snowy and you couldn't really do anything. So yeah, I work today. Today is a Wednesday, I'm pretty sure. And I have quite literally the best schedule. I'm not even going to lie. Okay, actually, before I begin on another tangent, I am going to leave like a timestamp for when the actual title of this podcast begins because I'm in a rambling mood as you can probably tell. And some of you might like it, some of you might not. So if you don't want to listen to the rambly parts and you just want to get into the title of this episode, then I will leave a timestamp in the description. But anyways, um, I have the best schedule and I have nannied for a lot of different families and I've been nannying ever since I was 18. So I've had a lot of different nanny jobs in that three, four year time frame and this job that I have right now is the best schedule I've ever had I love each family and each child literally so much like all the kids I've taken care of hold such a special place in my heart but in regards to schedule I think I have the best schedule I could have ever asked for I work Monday Tuesday Wednesday and then I'm off the rest of the week and weekend And then the following week, I work Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday. So I only work three days a week and they're 10 hour days. So I have a lot of time off. And for the first few months of me living in this apartment, like we were moving and we were buying furniture and we obviously had bills to pay. So I was like filling up all my extra days with extra babysitting and nannying and working. But this past month I realized I need to prioritize time for myself so I've been doing my one main job that's 30 hours a week but I all the time off that I have I have been spending it with myself and yes I'm missing out on money but I'm learning so much about myself and taking care of myself and like prioritizing you know my healing and my peace over money because I'm able to right now and it was such a good decision like it's only been a week of me doing this or I guess I'm on week two now but yeah it's just I have a really good schedule right now especially now that I'm not booking up my extra days and I'm just taking a lot of self-care days um and that's why I also have the energy to be doing the podcast and you know doing this again just because I love it like not because I feel pressured to or I want to make money or anything like that like I'm genuinely just doing this from a place of love and it's bringing me back to you know when I started and it feels so good and so fulfilling so yeah speaking of when I started this podcast I was thinking about this in the shower I was literally talking to myself in the shower and (laughs) I was thinking or saying that when I started this podcast, I was 18, living in Orlando. I say that all the time, but 
just in case you don't know, (laughs) just in case you need a little bit of the background info, I had moved up to Orlando to go to school and I was nannying. So I was doing school online. This was right after COVID. Um, So I was working, doing online school, and then things shifted very rapidly. I remember the feeling that I had when I was in school and I was working and like there were so many drastic shifts in my life during that time. Like um, I was working for one family and then I quit that job. I decided, well, let me backtrack. I was nannying and I was in school and I was so conflicted about life. I felt like I was wasting my time. I felt so lost, so confused. Like I didn't have any friends or anything up there. Actually, I was hanging out with a few people, but I wasn't surrounding myself with people that I thought were good influences. And even at the time, I knew that these weren't really the people that I wanted to be surrounding myself with, but I've kind I kind of just did it because I didn't want to feel lonely. Like crazy crazy I was in a relationship that I knew was toxic I was surrounding myself with people I didn't really want to be around I was doing things I didn't really want to do like school which I know a lot of people like don't want to do school but they do it because they know it's good for them whatever whatever but I can't explain this feeling that I had like it was like it wasn't like I was meant to be doing that and something deep inside me was saying that this wasn't meant for me right now and and I didn't know what I wanted to do I didn't have a you know, career path laid out. Like, it's not like I wanted to go to nursing school or be a, like, I don't know, accountant or anything like that. Like, it just felt like I was wasting my time. I was working so much um, for the first family I was nannying for when I was in Orlando when I first, first moved there. Um, So, yeah, it was just crazy. And I felt so conflicted. And then I stopped hanging out with the people I didn't really enjoy hanging out with. I went through a breakup that was rough that was so rough but it was such a good learning experience (laughs) um I quit my job I I decided I didn't want to go to school and it felt like everything was crumbling and everything was ending and it was so scary but there was something also deep inside of me that was like this is exactly what it's meant to be right now everything is going to work out everything is going to fall in place just keep trusting keep trusting and my parents didn't even know that I was dropping out of school at the time um, because there was also so much stuff going on with my family a lot of like family problems and mental health problems within my family and just crazy crazy stuff and then yeah everything worked out everything aligned like it was such a crazy chaotic time and I went through so many painful emotions but it worked out so perfectly I ended up working for another family I decided I didn't want to do school anymore so in my free time, I was um, doing the podcast. I started the podcast. Um, I spent all of my time alone. And this is this is the thought process that made me realize I wanted to record this episode. I was reflecting on how much time I spent by myself when I was living in Orlando. After the breakup, after I started working for a new family, after I quit school, after I lost all my friends I was so alone and it was hard it was hard do not get me wrong like being alone unless you've cultivated a lot of self-love and you've spent time alone is really really hard and I know that because that's what I'm doing right now I'm spending time alone and it's 
hard and it's reminding me of that time when I was in Orlando and there were so many changes and I was just alone and for some reason God aligned it that way for me to just be alone and spend time with myself and I learned so much about myself in those eight months like I think it was like seven eight months um, that I was alone living in Orlando doing the podcast I'm not even exaggerating my only social interaction was talking to myself which that's not even social interaction but I'm just saying social because like I was talking to myself (laughs) talking to myself going to the grocery store going to the gym and then going to work and like at the grocery store and at the gym I wouldn't even talk to anyone so like I would see people strangers and like maybe do an occasional smile or maybe have an occasional conversation with a stranger but literally my only social interactions were was going to work and that was it all I did was spend time alone go to the gym run errands and go to work like I had no friends I had absolutely no friends up there and some of you might be like Olivia that sounds so depressing and like I said it was hard at first because if I'm being completely honest now that I'm thinking about it the reason I moved to Orlando is because the person that I was in a relationship with at the time I found out that they were going to school there they had got accepted into a really good school there I really wanted to move out of my house like it was just a toxic environment at the time I didn't want to go to school but I knew it was the only way I'd be able to move out um so I just I decided to go to Orlando and a big reason why I chose Orlando was because that that person that I was in a relationship was going there so like even just the reasons of why I was going there were kind of skewed and had, you know, an intention that was rooted in codependency. Like, I just wanted to follow the person that I was with, which is such a wrong reason to, like, make a move. And, like, obviously everything worked out, but it's, you don't want to just live your life based off what other people are doing. And that's truly what codependency is. It's like you you don't really think about your life or your self-love or your goals or your emotions. You are just so consumed with this person and it's like you're addicted to them. It's literally like you're addicted to them. And I, I've experienced codependency in all of my relationships and it's, it's such a learning lesson. But anyways, anyways, the title of this episode is not codependency. (laughs) Although I feel like I could rant and rant and rant about that, but I'm just saying that the whole reason why I moved there was not rooted in self-love. It was literally rooted in wanting to follow someone and be in their shadow. And, and just, I was in such a codependent relationship, but I really truly do believe that's why everything kind of came crumbling down. I was so unhappy with my job at the time, like my, my first nanny experience, um, which, yeah, I I loved that family a lot, but it just, I think given everything I was going through at the time, it just was not the correct fit for me. Um, So my work, my school, my social life, like everything was just not aligned with what I wanted it to be deep down, you know? And that's why it all came crashing down. Like sometimes when you don't listen to, I really do believe when you don't listen to what your gut is telling you or what maybe God is guiding you towards 
or what your intuition is guiding you towards, you will have physical experiences that are manifested in order for you to realize the the lesson, you know, like the severity of what it is that maybe the universe or God is pointing you towards. And I read that in my book the other day. Um, I'm rereading The Power of Now, which I read that book a few years ago and it was, it's so amazing. So I, I, it's been a while, so I decided to reread it. And I just underlined this point or this sentence in the book that reminded me of what I was just talking about. But it says, a strong unconscious emotional pattern may even manifest as an external event that appears to just happen to you. And that couldn't better explain exactly what that time period was for me. Like, I had such strong unconscious emotions that I wasn't dealing with. And and I was forced to physically deal with it and I really do believe that I manifested those experiences which is crazy because it makes me think about my life now I'm in a similar circumstance like I had such a strong unconscious emotional pattern of codependency in my relationship now that I was forced to like let go of that otherwise the relationship wasn't going to continue to work out. Does that make sense? Like I could go into that. I'm going to go into that at another time because that's just a whole other side story. But my point is that I'm continuously learning this lesson. And sometimes when you forget things, maybe you learned a lesson, but then you forgot it or life happens and you weren't integrating it. And, you know, you just get caught up in your mind essentially and caught up in your old patterns and behaviors. God and the universe will literally force you to confront these strong emotions and these behaviors that are unconscious and not serving you. So yeah, anyways, I, like I said, was thinking in the shower, (laughs) I'm all over the place, but I was thinking in the shower how much time I spent alone. And right now I'm in a similar position where I'm spending all of my time alone. Like I have friends here. I have a lot of beautiful people in my life right now that are close to me physically and it's truly such a blessing. Like I said when I was in Orlando, I had no friends so I've spent a lot of time alone and not having any friends and I'm at a point in my life now where I've like accept, I I almost accepted not having friends and I became so okay with, I I became so detached from that idea of having like a ton of friends and as soon as I really became detached from that and just accepted myself and spending time alone I started to you know cultivate more friendships and it just all aligned perfectly so yeah I have a lot of beautiful people in my life right now that I spend my time with I I feel like I hang out with people once or twice a week and that may be a lot to some of you or that may be not a lot for some of you, but I do believe at my core I'm introverted. So yeah, I, I definitely am not the most social person. Like I, I don't think I could hang out with somebody every day. Like I need to be alone. <laughs> I need to be alone in my home and just in my fuzzy robe and talking to myself exactly how I'm doing right now. But <laughs> yeah, so I'm in a point of my life right now where I have people around me 
but I am not physically with the person that I'm in a relationship with. They had to go back or he had to go back to Canada for six weeks for work. So that leaves me here in Florida in our apartment by myself for the next six weeks. And like I was saying, I really truly do believe that I manifested this experience because I was becoming and had become so attached to this person in this relationship and all my codependent tendencies started to arise and I wasn't really loving myself or giving myself the energy that I needed. And I think as as crazy as this might sound, like some people might be like, that's not how that works. Like that's just a coincidence, but I don't believe in coincidences and I'm sure a lot of you don't either. So I really do believe that I don't know, in a way I energetically manifested him leaving for six weeks and not to sound dramatic, but it truly felt like a slap in the face from God. <laughs> not not that God was like angry at me or anything because that's not the energetic nature of source or God, whatever you like to call it. Like I think I was lovingly pushed towards realizing the severity of my attachment to this person and how I was not focused on myself, like my truest self, my intuition, my connection to God, you know, my connection with myself, even at a physical level, like the insecurity I fell into and the validation I started needing, like there were so many tendencies that crept back up that have been around, you know, since I was a young teenager and yeah, I don't know. So I'm spending a lot of time alone right now and it's teaching me a lot about myself and there have been days where I'm like, damn, I really wish I was with this person or wow, I'm feeling really lonely. Like I, I've felt a lot of loneliness these past two weeks. I'm not going to lie, but looking back now and it's even only just been two weeks, I'm so grateful for all the times I felt lonely. You know, I'm so grateful for all the times or for all this time that I have to be alone because I'm cultivating and creating such a deep connection with myself and I haven't been focused on that or done that in a very long time like the last time I did that was when I was 18 like that timeline I was talking about when everything kind of came crumbling down and I started this podcast and the connection I had with myself and the love that I had for my being like my soul like not even Olivia at a physical level but the connection I had with the essence of who I was, was so strong that it attracted the relationship that I have now. So then when I got into this relationship, like I said multiple times, my codependent tendencies and my attachment and my mind crept back in so heavily. And now here I am almost two years later being like, wow, I've become so disconnected from myself. I have not been taking care of myself the way that I should have. And I'm not talking about taking care of myself in a physical form like I you know eat healthy I go to the gym I I do these things where I take care of myself physically I you know I do maintenance I do self-maintenance but I wasn't actually prioritizing self-love and self-love is so beyond the physical form that like you can feel it in your heart if you really took a breath right now and felt like this sounds so cheesy but felt your soul felt your being and just let go of any thoughts like that that energy that you feel is so powerful and cultivating a relationship with that 
is self-love to me at least and my relationship with god or source the universe is a direct reflection of the relationship i have with myself and i started to feel like you know i've had these thought patterns creep in where it's like wow why are things not working out for me why are things not unfolding for me like you know i started having all these doubts and fears and starting to feel like almost god was against me which is just ridiculous but like i just said the relationship you have with god is a direct reflection of the relationship you have with yourself so if you're not you know prioritizing your relationship with yourself and when i say self i mean like highest self you know that like spirit that soul that beingness that i'm talking about i'm not just talking about like i said maintenance i'm not talking about the relationship you have with taking care of your physical self like that's important too obviously but i mean your essence you know your spiritual self-love if that makes sense um yeah that's just the most important thing like if you don't have a connection with that and you don't prioritize that above all things like above all things your relationship um your friendships your career if you don't prioritize that relationship with yourself like everything else will feel further and further and further including god and it'll almost start to feel like the universe is working against you and you start to convince yourself like wow nothing is working out for me nothing is going in my favor but because that's how I felt at least like I had become so attached to my relationship and feeling like I need that to fulfill me and outsourcing my love outsourcing love through that relationship um and it started to become further energetically further and further away from me and now this person's gone for six weeks like it's just a coincidence right like it's crazy there's there's no such thing as coincidences like I felt at least my whole lesson was that I felt I pushed this person away energetically because I felt like I needed them so much to fulfill me that it literally pushed them away which is crazy if you think about it like it really shows you how you attract things into your life like you how you can attract your own lessons and pain and suffering until it's something that's it's until it's such a strong emotional pattern and behavior that it it there's no other choice for it to physically prevent physically present and manifest itself in your reality like that blows my mind and i've experienced it firsthand some people might be like that doesn't make any sense that's crazy like that's a coincidence but if you know you know like if you have that spiritual spiritual connection with yourself you know what i'm talking about and you've probably experienced it you know in your life i really do feel like it's just a law of the universe a law of existence like it's it's crazy when you are attached and and you outsource love in people or things they become energetically or even physically emotionally farther and farther and farther until you're forced to realize that what you've been looking for all along exists within you all along like for me at least what i'm referring to is like um you know i experienced certain things in childhood and i have these like 
let's say, wounds within me that, you know, I, I don't know how to cultivate self-love. I don't know how to take care of myself emotionally. I'm learning and I, I do, I feel like I do know how now, but I'm saying in the past, like certain things that I experienced in childhood convinced me at some level that I need to outsource love and that I can't give that love that I've always been searching for throughout my entire life to myself. You know, and I think that just comes from not having certain emotional needs met as children. Like we all experience that in some way, you know, certain emotional needs weren't met and you grow up to be avoidant. Like you don't, and you don't like feeling, you know, emotions or affection, or you have a hard time receiving love. So you push it away or you develop like an anxious attachment and you, you know, you, maybe you didn't have certain emotional needs met in childhood. So then when you meet someone who can meet those emotional needs, you want them to fill that void forever. And that's how codependency arises. And in my case, that's what I've experienced. I definitely have more of an anxious attachment style, um, which attachment styles fascinate me. It's a concept that I've just now learned. And thank God, because once I was able to give a name to what I was experiencing in my relationship, like that anxious attachment, it's literally exactly how it sounds. Like you're just codependent and anxiously attached to this person and you feel like you know you need their energy and you need their validation and you don't know how to be alone and blah 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 blah. like thank god I learned it now because it felt so good to give that a name and then by giving it a name I was able to heal it but yeah so I think we all have some sort of needs in a way that maybe weren't met in childhood or some sort of childhood trauma that creates these attachment styles and what I've realized and what I'm sure a lot of you have realized is that that love that maybe your inner child has been looking for has always existed within you and through God and it's a very confronting realization because you lose those attachments you know when I realized wow I I don't need this person it's scary because maybe like if you're an anxiously attached person you'll resonate with this but you feel like you need this relationship or you feel like you know this person's love is more valuable than the love that you can give yourself it's scary to really realize that like because it forces you to be detached like damn all I really need is myself the most important thing in this life is my relationship with myself and to some that might sound contradictory because it's like well that's selfish but it's not it's selfless because in loving yourself and prioritizing that relationship with yourself you can show up better in your relationships, in your family, in your job, in your friendships. Like you can even show up better for your children. You know, if you're a mother who doesn't prioritize, you know, herself, you will lose yourself and your children. And I know that not because I'm a mom. So don't come for me if you're like, you don't know what you're talking about. You're not a mom, blah, 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 blah. I have a mother who I love deeply and she is amazing. But I have a mother who has put and did put her entire life energy and love into her children and never gave any of that energy to herself 
and she lost herself in her children. And this would be a very interesting episode to have her speak on because even still to this day, I'm trying to have conversations with her about how like she needs to prioritize the relationship with herself. So it'd be very interesting to record an episode with her. But anyways, I'm getting sidetracked. Um, yeah, another like example of why I know that to be true of why I know that, you know, prioritizing the relationship with yourself is the most important thing in your life is because I had a mother who didn't do that. And I saw how she lost herself in her children. And that's why I say it's the most important thing. Like no matter what, no matter what, like if you don't have that love that deep love, like I'm not talking love like, oh, I look so pretty today. Like that's great too. But I mean, love for your life, love for existence, the fact that you were born, like the fact that you woke up and were able to experience another day on this earth, the the connection you feel to your intuition and your spirit and the connection you feel to God, like prioritizing that and deepening that love is like the most powerful thing. Because like I said, you can show up better in everything. You can show up better for your children. You can show up better for your partner. You can show up better for everyone. Like, so it's selfless in that way, you know? Like, I, was, I think I was talking about how some people might think it's selfish to prioritize yourself, but it's not. It's like the greatest thing you could do. And that is a lesson that I'm learning. That is literally a lesson that I'm uncovering more about every day literally like even just recording this and having this conversation with myself (laughs) is giving me more clarity and allowing me to understand this knowing this deep knowing better you know and that's why I just freaking love doing this so much because it's powerful it's it's powerful like coming to these realizations more deeply as I'm talking to myself and while you guys are listening to this is really powerful like the essence of what I'm saying has helped me so much and is and is helping me so much in my life where I'm at right now and you know having these conversations and this clarity is helping me have a different perspective on my day-to-day and on my you know life and it's just it's crazy you know the reason I know why this is I don't want to say truth but it's a truth in my reality because I'm not going to sit here and say like it's truth for everyone because everyone's reality is different but the reason I know that this is a truth in my reality or the reason I can say these things so confidently is because you know I've experienced the opposite I can talk about why cultivating that relationship with yourself is the most important thing because I have experienced the opposite of that there was there's been many points in my life where I didn't have a relationship with myself or I can talk about why self-love is so important because there was a point in time where I had so much self-hate and I can talk about loneliness because there's been points in my life where I've been so lonely you know like you really I don't know life is just full of so many lessons and if you're going through a hard time in your life right now and it doesn't make sense and you're frustrated and you're sad or whatever that was literally me this afternoon I promise there will come a time where you feel clarity and you feel like wow this all makes sense like I'm so grateful for this lesson I'm so grateful for everything I've been through everything I've experienced and 
it's a, I don't know, powerful understanding or powerful realization, you know? So yeah, I was going to talk about loneliness in this episode. I thought that was going to be the main topic and I was figuring, I was thinking I was going to title this episode about something having to do with learning how to be alone but it kind of went into the whole prioritizing the relationship with yourself so that'll probably be the title but I do want to finish my loneliness tangent to close this episode off because the whole (laughs) the whole reason why I even started recording this episode because was because I was thinking about how important it is to learn how to be alone it's like a requirement. It's a requirement. And maybe you are in a point in your life where like maybe you have a ton of kids or maybe you live with roommates or maybe you live with your family and you feel like you're never alone. Um, I really do believe there are ways you can create alone time for yourself. And, you know, that kind of ties into prioritizing the relationship with yourself and blah, blah, blah. But It's just funny how I was literally just thinking in the shower, like how grateful I am to be alone physically right now, even though it's hard some days, I wouldn't not change a thing. I would not change a thing. It's, it's teaching me so much about myself and it's bringing me closer to God. And, you know, I've been journaling so much. Like I've been, you know, I started the podcast again. Like I guarantee if I was not spending a lot of time alone I wouldn't be doing any of the things that I'm doing now you know like there's just so many shifts so many shifts and it's amazing and I'm so happy to be sharing it and I hope that you can resonate in some sort of way (laughs) like I said maybe you just are in a time of your life right now where you feel really lonely and I know this might be hard to hear but I promise there will come a time when you realize or think to yourself, wow, I'm so grateful for that time in my life because I learned a lot. You know, whether it's a breakup, whether you moved to a new city or you just, you know, moved off to college and you don't have any friends, like, or maybe you're, you know, I don't know, a new, a new mom and you don't have any mom friends. Like, I know it's hard. Like that feeling of loneliness is very intense and is a very intense energy but I really do believe that everything happens for a reason and you're going to look back on this time and be very, very, very grateful that, you know, you're learning, that you learned what you're learning right now, even if you don't realize it, you know what I mean? So anyways, this episode is almost an hour long. Um, (laughs) I need to eat dinner, even though I'm not really that hungry. Not that anyone really cares or asks, but I had a really late lunch and now I don't know what to do. Like I'm not hungry for a full dinner. I I don't want to cook a dinner, but I don't want to go to bed being a little bit hungry. You know what I mean? So anyways, I might bake a cake. I know that's super random, but I'm obsessed with Funfetti cake. (laughs) So I went to Whole Foods the other day and I got like a healthier alternative for a funfetti cake and I'm so excited. I'm going to be literally reliving my childhood in that moment, <laughs> which is so silly and sounds so childish, but it's the little things in life. I really do believe that there's certain things that we can do that just heals a part of our inner child. And one of those things for me is baking a funfetti 
cake or cupcakes and also I'm kind of putting myself out there and like making fun of myself right now but it's fine one thing I've been doing that I that has brought me so much comfort is watching childhood movies I know that sounds like lame maybe it does maybe it doesn't I'm sure a lot of you do this too so it's not lame but (laughs) I like I said the past week and a half I've been alone and I'm not used to being alone so it's brought up a lot of deep emotions that I'm uncomfortable with and I felt lonely I felt sad all those emotions but something that's brought me so much comfort is watching like a childhood movie what was the movie I watched the other day oh yeah I watched soul for the first time the other day and everybody was talking about that for the longest time and I was like yeah whatever whatever I never really was much of a movie person but childhood movies and like Disney movies and like Pixar animated stuff just brings me so much joy. I can't even explain it. Like I read a lot of self-help books and I'm constantly journaling and talking to myself and thinking about, you know, consciousness and spiritual lessons and life. And sometimes it's nice to just shut that part of my brain off and watch like Ratatouille. (laughs) Like literally last night, that was the movie I watched and I haven't watched it in so long and it just literally healed a part of me and so if you're feeling lonely or sad or something literally put on a childhood movie and I promise you will feel better or 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 this is like the spiritual side of me coming through but I need to say this because (laughs) this also helped me sometimes when you're feeling a particular way like maybe loneliness or sadness or anger as hard as it is it's so important to like sit with that emotion and really feel it like feel that energy of that emotion passing through you because that's all it is an emotion is just a temporary energy that's flowing through you for whatever reason maybe it was triggered by a thought maybe it was triggered by an experience or maybe for no reason at all like sometimes you just might feel really fucking lonely or really sad like you know but what helped me the first few days that I was really having a hard time was as hard as it was um was to sit with my emotions and to really feel them and let myself cry, let myself just feel what I needed to feel so that it could move through me. And that really helped. So yeah, but if you've already done that and you don't feel like doing that, that's okay too. (laughs) Like, you know, sometimes it's nice to just shut your brain off and watch a wholesome childhood movie. So that's been something that I've been enjoying recently. So yeah, (laughs) super random and so many tangents this episode was kind of all over the place but I really hope you resonated in some sort of way if you're still listening 47 minutes in I appreciate you and I love you and yeah I'm just sending you all my love whatever sending you all my love through whatever season of life that you are in right now if it's a really good one that is amazing if you're going through a really difficult one I'm with you and A quote, I think I said this in my last episode, but a quote that has been sticking with me is, the only way is through. I keep saying that to myself. The only way is through. The only way is through. So through every hard emotion or difficult emotion or difficult experience, I just keep saying to myself, the only way is through. The only way through this sadness is to just feel through it. Or the only way through this difficult point in my life is to just go through it and to experience it and to not resist. So yeah anyways I'm done talking because I feel like I could keep going and going and going 
but yeah i love you i appreciate you all i'm sending you so much love so much positivity and i will talk to you in the next episode